Today, we're going to talk about building your mental diamonds. I told you guys last week that I'm going to hone in on that. We talked about optimism last week, and it's an easy thing to say, and we can even front optimism. Uh, but let's drill down to how much power you have over your own mind to make that a reality. And I just have to tell you, it's one of the things that I'm into. Everybody has a thing. Some people are gamers. Some people are, uh, you know, um, they, uh, whatever you call that on your paper, you write little things on your paper or make pictures while you're talking. My thing is the neural correlates of consciousness. I love the mind. The mind is very much uh, aligned with what I teach here, which is artificial intelligence and agents and sub-agents, things like that. So I'm very fascinated with the power of our gray matter, of what we can do, uh, each and every one of us, in developing our mind. And, and what I always say is we make sure we do hygiene on our body every day. We make sure that we exercise every, you know, regularly. <laughs> Can't say every day for me, but regularly and all that stuff. But then we just let our mind run amok. Why? It's supposed to be uh, the commander in chief of everything we do in the human form. So I want everyone to ponder how much power you have in your mind. It's so much power that here at PGIPT, we call them mental diamonds. And similar to diamonds, you don't, you know, if you were in South Africa and work for De Beers or something, and you, you know, go way down into the, the, the caverns of the ground and you find this big, black, dirty thing, and you say, oh, it's just a you know, a pile of coal, but then you push on it and it's hard. And so when you pull it up, it's not going to immediately have all the facets, is it? It's not automatically going to be, thank you, Demetria, doodling. I couldn't think of the word. Oh, thank you. Doodling is what I meant. Okay. So, you know, you have to work on it. You have to work on that to change it from a, just a clump of coal to a multifaceted, hardest rock, you know, hardest element on our planet. Okay. So you can actually cultivate that power in all kinds of measurable ways. There's really no end to human creativity. And a lot of times it takes things like pandemics for us to realize how creative we can be. Uh, unfortunately, I guess, because we should be creative all the time. So it's your choice to use this power, you know, or just at the end of a day say, oh, I'm just going to defrag and go to bed or, uh, you know, or some people have their daily cocktail to, to wind it down. Some people meditate, whatever you do, or you can just let it run amok, you know, as we've seen uh, in a lot of situations in today's world. Okay. Or you can use it for selfish outcomes. You can say, okay, this is my mind. You know, I look at a situation, this situation, this is how I'm going to manipulate it for me. You know, I'm going to do 10 hours of research, which we have already fixed. But there was a time where once in a blue moon, we would get an intern that week after week, what did you do? I researched for 10 hours. Well, at some point that research has to come into measurable deliverables. Okay. 
So the legacy that you create with your own mental diamonds here is not just for you. It's for all of us. It's for your fellow interns. It's for the clients that we work with. And as well as having a strong sense of confidence and courage when you leave the internship. You know, when you know what you know, when you have control over what you have accumulated in your own mind, then you can go into an interview with confidence that you're not trying to make your mind what that person wants to see because what you have to provide, you are confident is sufficient. Uh, next slide, please. Okay, so here's my neuroscience from, and it's pegging with last week's optimism. You know, once again, as we talked about last week, you know, the studies show and I mean, it's just proven as we work through these things, they call them neural correlates of consciousness, okay? That when you communicate and you have shared narratives, when you have storytelling uh, in a sense, but when you communicate with other people, everyone is enhanced, okay? And the results are more productive. You know, if you have a negative perspective towards life, that's what you're going to see. Uh, it's just uh, how it works. But if you have a positive perspective, if you feel like, okay, there is a solution for this, it's, it's similar to uh, what Richard's uh, quote was, and basically nothing beats a failure but a try. So there is really no ultimate failures because everything is giving you the stuff to have better practices, to have a better outcome when you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do it again. Okay, so not only do you help others by staying positive and says, I know you can do it. Oh, I hope you can hear me, Angel, but you can do it. And if you can't do it alone, reach out for the rest of us. So it's that I can and I will attitude, not with arrogance, but just with courage that I can and I will. If I push a little harder, if I try a little, let me try this. And the good thing about IT is that you can't break anything permanently. I mean, maybe you'll push a button and shut something down and we'll just spin it back up. Okay, and we have protections in place. I mean, you know, TJ's team has protections in place within our system that you can't really do any major breach of our security. So, and they're constantly monitoring that to make sure that doesn't happen. Okay, so it's an idea of challenging times will pass, better days are ahead. Right now, we have a small group of interns, and I tell you, within weeks, we can get six or seven from one of the uh, undergraduate tracks or the graduate school. And then all of a sudden, there's all these people doing all these things. So this is what quantum teaming is. It's like if we have a small population, we utilize one another. Soft Dev will reach out to... Uh, cyber, cyber will reach out to database, IT support will do some help with analytics, all of this stuff. So we're all in this together. Next slide, please. Okay, so our whole philosophy in quantum teaming, and I hope that you feel this as you work through the internship, is that we are talking about leadership. And not just leadership with the people like me who have this title of leader, but every intern has an ownership and leadership potential that we're constantly trying to cultivate. So it's let's go. It's not just delegating. I want to see you do this, do this and get back to me. It's us. 
you know, it's a democracy, so to speak. So we're constantly looking for interns to promote and to assign to more and more robust things. Okay, from that, our charter, and we have a new one and a new work breakdown structure that is easier. And I want to thank uh, TJ's team for that. Johnny, thank you. And thank you for that. Uh, it's so much more easier to use. And that way we can keep up with what you're doing. If you're assigned somewhere else, then whoever is assigned to your position, you pass the baton efficiently, effectively with documentation and communication, our two favorite words. Okay. And then we create milestones within that. A lot of times you will get a project and the project has its, its strategy and it has its tactical plan. But as you work through it, you say, okay, to do this, this needs to be included, or this needs to be, you know, um, taken away. Yeah, this is scope creep, whatever. We depend on you to look at those milestones and look at the completion dates and let us know if they're realistic or not. So don't sit there. Uh, don't feel that we expect you to sit there. And if we say, okay, drop dead is May 1st, this is just what we want what we'd like to see, but once you drill down into the project and you see that it needs another component or it needs a quantum team with another department, let us know so that we can realistically assess the deadlines or the completion dates of those projects. Yep, next slide. Okay, so the three mental steps that we talked about were I listed at the beginning of the um, of my presentation. Uh, basically, those of you that are seasoned know them well. They're uncertainty, entangling, and superposition. Okay, and the whole thing about uncertainty when you first come on, like Rakim is new, he's uncertain about what we do here and how it works here. Okay, he's a confident person, which is great, you know, but he's uncertain. So our whole thing is to change that uncertainty into anticipation. Instead of, you know, saying, well, well, I'm just kind of don't know. It's kind of, I will know because I'm going to take that first step and I'm going to take that second step and I'm going to ask questions. There are no silly questions and we're going to go forward. So I understand how this place works, you know, and then from that, you are already triggering your mental diamonds to work in this and, and, and give light to the situation, not just for you, but for all of us. And that involves jumping in and getting involved. It's kind of like jumping in the water and you find, hey, I can swim. And even if I'm having trouble with it, look at all these people around me that are not going to let me fall. So that's one thing that you can be sure of. Okay, so that's how you learn. You learn through your planner. You learn through your training. You learn through um, taking on projects that might seem a little outside of your comfort zone. Um, what good is it if your projects don't expand you? And then you realize that when I work with my team, we get even more done. Like we are better together than we are in silo. Okay, and so at that point, we are operating in superposition. It's not just something that we feel as a team. You can feel it inside of you when we're moving and shaking, when we're all working together and things are getting done, and we can see the productivity of that. So that is the way that we keep things going with a small population or a big population. 
you know, in times where it seems like, how are we going to do this project? None of us really have um, some sort of A++++ expertise in this, but that never stopped anyone before. Uh, you just learn as you go and you let yourself expand, let your mental diamonds get buffed off, faceted, and you think of yourself in terms of successes, even if they are in small steps, successes. Next slide, please. So in closing, small Doc's Corner, right? Everyone's like, oh boy, she went really fast. I just want you to know that your thoughts are your essential energy. And all of us are going to have times, tired times, or maybe you don't feel that well that day or whatever, where your thoughts are going to try to take advantage of you on the down, you know, facing the down. But you know that that will pass because overall, in the majority of the time, your thoughts are for the betterment of you and your environment. You know, you are basically your thoughts. As I said last week, thoughts make the energy that make the forms in your life. And if you choose to think better of a situation or the best of a situation, then you're going to see the better aspects of that situation. It involves a curiosity for learning. And as I said before, even though you may not know a certain thing, you have a curiosity for that thing and you learn as you go. You go out, you research it, you try it out. You know, you have some hits and misses and then you have some hits and hits and you get that higher potential to stream this knowledge, this expertise and everything into your reality. And that forms your ability to succeed. And one of the things that people tend to do, I mean, it's kind of like being in school and you're in your second or third class or like my son in law school right now, he's finishing his first year in a very unusual situation because they took him from face to face to virtual. And he's like, you know, when I become a lawyer, when I become a lawyer, and then he has a sad day, so it's going to take so long to become a lawyer. And I'm like, Little one, although he's 22, you have no idea how fast the years go. I mean, you already have one year under your belt. You're going to blink your eyes and you're going to be there, but you have to put it in manageable pieces. If it's one term at a time, one semester at a time, take it. If it's one you know, final at a time, take it. And before you know it, you're looking at that door like all of my interns are, and you're getting senioritis. You know <laughs> And then we have to mitigate for that. But I mean, that's what life is, right? It's moments to moments. It's not just one comprehensive thing. It is from moment to moment we connect our energy, our mental diamonds to become the best people we can be. We mitigate what we do or what we say. We find different ways to say things. And sometimes you have little projects with yourself. Like I have a but uh, requirement with myself because I listen to people and I say that, okay, if you make a statement and you put a butt in that, what it does to me psychologically is means that you're getting ready to say the opposite. Like, you know, it was a very nice day, but it's going to rain. That kind of thing. You know, so just inside of me, I'm not judging anyone else. Inside of me, I said, okay, I'm not going to use that word unless I really want that emphasis. So I replace but with however. 
So I, you know, it's a very nice day outside. However, they said it's going to be rain. Okay. It does something for me. It does something for me that I don't feel so um, binary. Okay. So I play games with my own mind just to make sure that it knows who's boss, that the consciousness called Desiree is the boss of the gray matter that has a, a tendency for habits has a tendency to look at an environment and try to make it binary, this or that, when it isn't. Life is a kaleidoscope of different options. And those, and once we realize that, we are creating our own quantum diamonds. We are attracting and seeing situations that can benefit us in life. Um, and then I have the same with Marjorie and some of the others, but I always say, you know, we walk with angels. It's not real. It's not religious, but it's just like if I have an open mind, as soon as we need someone, like we needed someone for network, you know, we didn't have anyone in network. And then who comes? Raheem comes. So, but you won't see that if you're like, oh, you know, what are we going to do? We don't have anyone for network. Oh God, we don't have anyone for network. No, someone for network is coming. You know, someone to solve this problem is coming. An idea to create something better is coming. And that is works for me. And I think that it can work for all of us. And so let your light so shine. Yeah, exactly, Demetria. That's a good one too. Next slide. And that's about it for me uh, for today. And I just want to thank you for all you do and all the efforts that you make because you are making the efforts. No one is tying your hands or anything. You are doing this because you are the best and the brightest. And we embrace you and thank you for all you do. And just continue to leverage your mental diamonds.